The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, the boys will explore the extraordinary state of Alaska. Alaska is the largest state in the United States and is home to endless outdoor opportunities, sprawling scenic landscapes, and an abundance of fish and wildlife. So let's begin our journey north to Alaska. Here's Jim and Trav. Well, it took me some growing and a fair bit of schooling, a little bit of trouble to get on the move. And I felt like a loser, but I turned out the winner when it came to Alaska, the land that I love. Here's to Alaska, here's to the people, here's to the wild, and here's to the free. Here's to my life in a chosen country. Here's to Alaska and me, John Denver! Don't you just love John Denver? I love John Denver. I love you, Jimmy. <laughs> also, Mrs. Bunny, you right there? Yeah. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Today on the show, we are tackling the final frontier, which is Alaska. Alaska. Hey, you know, one thing we want to mention, though, this is Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day, Mrs. Bunny. Thank you very much. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Interesting fact, uh, Mother's Day is a holiday honoring mothers and, and motherhood, as everybody knows. But uh, the American incarnation of Mother's Day was created by Anna Jarvis. Uh, in 1908 and became an official U.S. holiday in 1914. So 101 years celebrating this weekend, Mother's Day. That's just how old my wife is. So happy Mother's Day, Mrs. Bunny. Thank you very much. And uh, to all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day. We we love you. Jim has made like 20 mothers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Happy today by sending him all flowers. (laughs) All right. So we are talking about uh, the final frontier on today's show, Alaska. You know, we're going to be joined by Ariel Tweedo. I got to check her out. She's a little cutie. Yeah. Flying Wild Alaska. Okay. Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays, 1030 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Also, John Burstyn. He is the co-executive producer of Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots. That is Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So Monday nights on Outdoor Channel. You can fly. Tune in at 10 o'clock. And also 10.30, two great shows. That's right. All right, so Mr. Bunny, what are you going to be talking about in this first segment? I'm going to quiz you guys on Uh-oh. your knowledge of Alaska. Against Jimbo and I? Yes. Oh, crap. Yes. All right, so this Final Frontier uh, trivia with Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Nissan. It's Mrs. Bunny's Battle Alaska, and boy, does she look great in her Nissan. Now, I have a highly sophisticated um, buzzing system, so um, when you want to answer, you need to yodel. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, already. I've been singing John Denver. I'm ready. First question goes to Jimmy first. Name as many Alaskan big game species as you can. Your old lady, too. <laughs> there you go. Oh. <laughs> nice little recall. Right, we have, we've got uh, muskox. We've got mountain goat. We have adult sheep. We have stone sheep. We have caribou. We have no. Black you bear, name brown sheep. Bear. You 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 name subspecies of sheep. You can't do that. <laughs> okay. Sheep, you have doll sheep. Forget the stone sheep right now. Just go after that. Doll sheep, now keep going. Okay, and uh, I mentioned caribou, right? Yes, you did. Uh, 
you also have the mountain grizzly. Okay. That's uh, that's out there. You have a Sitka deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's see, uh, big game species. And there's also elk on F gone something mm-hmm. island. Yes. And uh, that's about all I know. Oh, okay. no. If you go to hey, subspecies hey. of, um, of uh, caribou or something, maybe. We're not talking subspecies. You're cheating. Just the last. Do you have anything to add, Trav? Don't don't they classify wolves as big game? They might now. Yes, I they, think do. they do. Also, brown bear. Yeah. Black yeah. bear. Moose. Moose. Wolves. <laughs> okay. I'll right. throw it in What here. are we missing? Bison. Oh, crap. Oh, uh, yeah. Musk. Yeah. Muskox. We said that. I we said, said that. Oh, you said he said that and I that said that. Okay, so You're not go. listening. Bison. I went from the north to the south. Uh, bison are, are listed on Alaska's website as being one okay, of the major now, big game species. Ask me a question. Okay, you are next. You got a What <laughs> are the two most popular fish to fish for in Alaska? Oh, that's easy. Is that how you do it? Yeah. Uh, salmon and halibut. Yes, it is. I thought there'd be a trout or what something in there. species of salmon? We're not talking species. <laughs> she didn't ask you. Did you ask that? No, I didn't. Okay, We're Jimbo. We're docking you points. Jimbo, you're, you're next. The okay. highest point in North America is found in Denali National Park at oh, 20,320 feet. Name this point. It's Mount McKinley. That's right. Very good. Okay. Alaska. Oh, I didn't do the Yoda Lady Who. That's all right. I, I get was your points. Okay. <laughs> Alaska has more species of carnivores than any other state. Trav, how many species of carnivores does Alaska have? And can you name them? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's in the lower 30s. I know that much. I'm gonna say it's between 31 and 34. It was 32. Point for being close. Jimbo. Hey, you I was going to say 32. No, you were not. In 1925, Uh-oh. this president declared Glacier Bay a national monument. I know Name this. The president. I know this because of history with our kids. Yes. Jimbo. 1925, the president declared Glacier Bay a national monument. What president declared it a national monument? He was Kinley. Uh, Calvin Coolidge. Coolidge. We've been doing history with the kids. Okay. Uh-oh. I knew that. Trav. Yeah. We should do history with me. I know, right? <laughs> this famous bridge, better known as the Million Dollar Bridge, was built in the early 1900s across the Copper River and was used to transport over $200 million, closer to $300 million worth of copper by railroad. Name the actual name of this bridge. I know this one. Something it's Glacier's Bridge. Miles Glacier. My, my, is it Miles? Yes. My, miles, miles Glacier Bridge. Okay, for the tiebreaker. Guess okay. smart. No. For the tiebreaker. All right. Alaska has how many species of mosquitoes? And now, so you're doing species of doing mosquito. Spe- this is not big game. I can change the rules if I want to. It's oh. my game. Oh, <laughs> domineering. How many species of mosquitoes? <laughs> That's a great question. One. Thirty-four. No way. Thirty-four different opportunities to contract a highly contagious disease that is miserable. I'm going to say five million. So we got a couple more uh, minutes before we get to the break. Anything you want to add to this, Miss Buddy? Uh, for anybody who is heading to Alaska this year, there has been a bill put. Um, it's been passed through the House, and it's going to raise hunting and fishing licenses and tag fees. Um, so be prepared. Uh, House Bill Number One Thirty Seven increases resident license fee by five bucks, but it increases non-resident tags and licenses by seventy-five to. 100%. Oh, really? So just know, if you're planning on it, that you're going to need to double your money for your licenses and tag fees. And it's a way that they can start to pay for some more conservation efforts. So they're really trying to find yeah, some money. They have, they have a license fee and then they have a tag fee. Yeah. And so it's just the license fee that's increased, right? No, both. No, license, both have. Hunting, fishing. Which expensive. Hunting, fishing, licenses, and tag fees. $5 for residents. They're going up non-resident. 75 to 100% that they're um, jumping it. So You listen as well as you know history. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got to say that much. All right, so we got to get to a break. I we have a are, history of that. We are tackling the final frontier on today's show. That is what? Alaska. Alaska. Thank you very much, people. Uh, coming up after the break, don't go anywhere. We're going to hear from Miss Ariel Tweedo from Flying Wild Alaska. Mondays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Going to be a great interview. Very interesting young lady. A big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel. OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. Nissan. NissanUSA.com. Ruger. Ruger.com. High about seasonings. H-I-M-T-N. Jerky.com. Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. Extreme Beam. ExtremeBeam.com. Lucky Buck. Lucky-Buck.com. And Remington at Remington.com. Here is a word for Mark. A little uh, history on Alaska. All right, so Mrs. Bunny, you're going to be coming back after Ariel, right? You betcha. All right, don't go anywhere. We're going to talk more about the final frontier right after this with Ariel Tweedo. Ariel Tweedo, flying wide Alaska, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. We'll return in a minute. Facts on the last frontier. Alaska's name is based on the Eskimo word Alakshak, meaning great lands or peninsula. Its constitution was adopted in 1956 and became effective in 1959, and nearly one-third of Alaska lies within the Arctic Circle. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You get one shot at this. The most isolated citizens in America. That's what living out here is. You got to keep plugging away. Depend on its most courageous airline. Because somebody needs something in an airplane. It takes a lot of practice and a lot of skill and a lot of balls. Have you seen these guns? You never know what Mother Nature's going to throw at you, so you better be prepared for it. You always operate the plane right on the edge of pretty much chaos. Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. A good hunting and fishing buddy is hard to find these days. They've got to push through the most grueling and enduring adventures. That's where the Nissan Frontier comes in. It's the perfect wilderness partner with a first-in-class utilitrack cargo carrying system to strap down your big game and tons of power from a massive 261 horsepower V6 engine. The Frontier has got your back, even on the days you might come up short. Nissan, innovation that excites. Available features, 2014 Ward Segmentation, Small Pickup Class, Properly Secure All Cargo. Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel. The new Remington Squeegee. To use it, simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington Squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast, easy, and completely reusable. Say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches. And hello to 21st century gun care technology. Look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer. The internet without checking out JimandTrav.com is like having a fridge without any beer in it. Oh, man. Log on. Tune in. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from old Miss Bunny. Boy, she talked about license fees going up in Alaska. And now, Ariel Trino! She's super, 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 super neat. Right, Ariel? 
Field, Sweetle. <laughs> Hi, so this is Revolution. We are taking on Alaska, the final frontier. Uh, we are just out being joined by Miss Ariel Tweedle. I got a booger hanging out my nose. Uh, it's just um, flying wild Alaska. Monday's 10.30 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. You were, you know, we were talking during the break. What what that has to be like for you, Miss Ariel. Um, growing up in Unicleet, now you're living in the heart of L.A. La La Land. Um, two totally different cultures. I mean, polar opposite from what you grew up in. What is that like for you? Do you like that experience? I love it. I've always loved traveling. I went on my first like solo backpacking trip in Ireland when I was 13. So Ireland? I spent my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. I spent my whole life traveling. So I'm used to like adapting to different like cities and cultures. And I, I love that. That's why I wanted to get into film and stuff is because I wanted a job where I could just travel and meet fun people. At 13, I couldn't spend the night at my friend's house. And you go to <laughs> Ireland? <laughs> Holy yeah, crap. I, I wrote my parents like a letter and they, they I mean, they've always been super supportive. And if I don't like die or anything, they're all, they're all about me, like getting the world experience. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, now, the thing is, your program, Flying Wild Alaska, you know, that's based around uh, the Tweedo family. And of course, you have have X number of airplanes, and we don't know exactly how many that is, but you service a lot of small towns up there. And as Travis said, Unicleet is is not uh, not the garden spot of the world, and yet that is a big town up there compared to some of the places you guys fly to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Unicleet's like the hub, so it's pretty big compared to some of the other villages around us. We have one pizza place now. Oh. Um, yeah, they but the pizzas are like forty dollars for one pizza. Really? Uh, Holy cow! Yeah, because ever to get all the ingredients is so expensive. So everything, so like milk is, I think milk is like twenty one dollars. Orange juice is like twenty seven. Oh, like everything, yeah. Holy yeah, so crap! You, yeah, so we complain about gas and stuff down there in the lower forty eight. But man, if you go to Alaska, you better start saving. Yeah, talk with uh, Miss Ariel Tweedo, uh, Flying Wild Alaska Mondays, ten thirty p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now let's talk about that for a second. I think people take for granted. Of the everyday amenities that we have that you guys up there in Uticlete, you don't have. Like you said, you have to pay out the wazoo for a gallon of milk when people in L.A. can run to the 7-Eleven and get it for three bucks. Would you would you trade that experience, though, growing up in that atmosphere for all the wonderful places you've been? Oh, my God. No, not not in a heartbeat. I'm I'm I mean, I love where I grew up. I, I love going back home. It's, I mean, the people, for one thing, are just you. You never take anything for granted. Everyone's really appreciative of like everything. You know, all like you. I mean, everyone in the village is pretty much related. So you could you don't have to walk like lock your doors. You could just go to someone's house and get a piece of bread. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I love I love where I grew up. And I'm, I mean, that's always going to be home. But at the same time, it's nice being able to get out of the village and travel and thaw out and meet people and I don't know I love I love that part about it but no I wouldn't change growing up there for anything yeah you're just so. all lucky I'm, I'm so lucky. <laughs> All right, we're talking with Miss Ariel Tweedo, uh, Flying Wild Alaska Mondays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, I read somewhere that you, you harvested your first caribou when you're like nine years old, gave you a black eye. Um, Is that a beauty ring? Do you still <laughs> like to hunt? Is that something oh, you God, like I to pursue? Hunting. Do you really? Yeah, I love it. I was just actually fishing last week in L.A. I have to get outside. I mean, there's. I, I, I love, I mean, in Alaska, it's a necessity. If you want to have meat, which I love, like you, you're not going to go to the store and get like frozen chicken that's probably like froze, like freezer burnt. And you go out and you get a caribou and you can help like feed your family and your neighbors. So, I mean, it's, we use a whole animal. So many people like give me crap about hunting, but it's like, yeah. no, if you're, if you're going to use a whole animal, like you think you're thankful for it, it's, 
like it's a cycle of life where we're going to use everything from the antlers to the fur to the tongue to the meat to survive and it, you, if you want to be like I mean, you need it if you want to live up in in the rural places in Alaska. You have to hunt and fish. Yeah. Now, in watching the program, you know, we're encouraging people, especially this summer, to head to Alaska. And, of course, uh, uh, your service provides air service to a lot of smaller communities. And probably I've seen your dad land on the on the top of a mountain with just rubber tires. Now, he can take mm-hmm. you anywhere. Is this something that you encourage people to do and get out back? Yeah, of course. I mean, Alaska is so in touch and it's so beautiful and not a lot of people have gotten to, I mean, a lot of people go to Anchorage and Juneau and the bigger cities, but if, I mean, Alaska is so big and so, I, so I, I don't know, I wish everyone could get up there and see it just so they could be in awe and like, I don't know, just you, there, I don't know, there, I, I really encourage people to get up there and just see the land and the nature and the animals. And I never see my dad, like, smile as much as he does is when he's in his little, like, <laughs> in his 180, taking people to places that they've never been before. And so it's cool to see that. Now, now when we go to Alaska and we want that real Alaskan experience, now we've talked a lot about foods. What's some of the strangest foods you have eaten? Um, man, I have a stomach of steel. I eat anything, but, um, <laughs> probably stink flipper, like this, um, this fermented flipper of a seal. Oh, um, fermented flipper. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, they just chop off the flipper and then they wrap it in grass and then they bury it for a couple months and then you eat it and it's delicious. It's really? Like ocean butter. Ocean, <laughs> ocean butter. <laughs> have you ever it's had. so good. Yeah. Have you ever had stink heads? Um, yeah. The fish. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Those are so good. I like the cheeks and the eyes. <laughs> the there you go. The well, the cheeks are good, but I don't know. You know, you bury that in the ground for a couple oh. of months. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't eaten a food that I don't like. It's just a problem, though, because I'm so indecisive, so I just want to eat everything. <laughs> Surprised you didn't say the worst thing she ever ate was McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're actually yeah. going over that, that pizza up in Unicly. Yeah, we're coming off an ad break, uh, Miss Ariel. To find out more about you, Flying Wild Alaska, once again, is on Mondays, uh, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Where can we find you online, follow you, possibly when, you, when your show kicks off, your talk um, show? Where can we find you online? You can find all my social media is on like Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook is Ariel Tweedo. Just at Ariel Tweedo. And then, yeah, I have a lot of exciting news coming up, so I'll keep you guys all in the loop. It's going to be a fun year. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Ariel. We've been talking with Ariel Tweedo, and of course, she has a program on Outdoor Channel called Flying Wild Alaska, Monday nights at 1030. Yeah, 1030. All right, so stick around. Mrs. Bunny is coming up next. She's going to talk about a Bristol Bay Pebble Mine Project. That's an important thing. All right, here is a word from Mark. Big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, also Remington and Nissan. One more time, check out Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays, 1030 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. All right, Miss Ariel, thank you so much for calling in. God bless. Bye, God bless. Bye. Bye. All right, here's Mark. Don't go anywhere. Alaska, just how big is it? When a scale map of Alaska is superimposed on the map of the lower 48 states, Alaska extends from coast to coast, and 17 of the 20 highest peaks in the United States are located in Alaska. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Your internet flagship station for sports... America Sports. It's gunny time! 
get some! You first saw him in Full Metal Jacket as Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. Now, see him guns a-blazing. Arlie Ermey pulls the trigger on the world's most astounding weaponry. Load up on weapons intelligence, past, present, and future. The Outdoor Channel has a new secret weapon. Gunny time with me, Gunnery Sergeant Arlie Ermey. Be there! Gunny time. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. For LED flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that see farther and run longer, you want Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. Go to www.extrebeam.com. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev. An experience, an adventure into the cosmic unknown. A realm of new sights, new sounds, new sensations. Hear them now. Hear them now. Brought to you by Nissan. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we're here from Ariel Tweedo. And, of course, she has a Flying Wild Alaska. Great TV show on Outdoor Channel at 1030 on Monday nights. Monday nights, we're heading north to Alaska. Go north, north, the rush is on. Woo! What year did that come out? Uh, about 1961. Not about. You got to, like, well, about 62 then. What time of day? <laughs> All right, so we are tackling uh, the final frontier on today's show. That is Alaska. Hey, Ariel. who are the stars of that show? Young fella. Shh. The Duke is speaking. If you're looking for trouble, I'll accommodate you. Obviously, John Wayne. And who else? Doesn't matter. Stuart Granger. There you go. Is there anybody Fabian. else but John Wayne? No. There's oh. Mrs. Bunny. She is back. Mrs. Bunny, how's it going? I'm good. Hey, did you know negligent feeding of uh, wildlife in Alaska can result in a $310 uh, citation? Intentional feeding of any animal. Did Why? you know that negligent feeding in Alaska can get you eaten by a grizzly? That is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it can get you eaten by a lot of things. What's his name? Timothy um, Treadwell. Yeah. I was going to say McVeigh. But no. <laughs> All right, so well, they could have fed him. The maximum penalty for intentionally feeding an animal is a one year in jail and a $10,000 fine. And there's actually a guy that uh, might be charged with that. Really? Feeding some moose. And there's also another guy who's intentionally feeding black bears. <laughs> Not real smart. <laughs> well, because the moose, they were actually, they become very territorial. And uh, people were leaving their trash cans out and letting the moose get in them. And so a guy goes out to empty his trash can, and that moose is protecting it. I'm scared. It's Uh-oh. like, no, this is my trash can. Don't touch it. <laughs> All right, so Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about? The Bristol Bay Pebble Mine Project. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, not grabbing a lot of headlines these days. Uh, last year, 2014, saw a lot of victories for Pebble Mine. Uh, uh, Rio Tinto withdrew from the project. Um, the EPA proposed some restrictions on developing for the Pebble Mine. Uh, Alaska voters passed an initiative aimed at protecting Bristol Bay from um, the Bristol Bay watershed from large-scale mining. Uh, 
And um, Obama declared Bristol Bay off limits to oil and gas drilling. However, 2015 has kind of been deceptively quiet. All of the major investors for this project pulled out and um, they didn't really have a partner to uh, fund this. However, the junior mining company Northern Dynasty Minerals, now Mm -hmm. the sole owner of the project, in January came up with the sale of special warrants to existing investors and it raised over $15 million. Holy cow. Really? Yeah. And you would think that they were going to put this money back into the mine itself. They're not. They're taking this money and they're taking it to lobbyists and lawyers and they're going to try to um, take it to D.C. and uh, sue the EPA and try to get these restrictions that they in placed with the Clean Water Act um, thrown out. That way that they can uh, get back to what they're doing. So they're looking to get lawyers. Uh, they filed three lawsuits against the EPA uh, alleging violations to the Clean Water Act and other, some other federal statutes. They have lobbyists working for them now, um, hired two Washington, D.C. consulting firms to conduct an independent review of the EPA's work on the proposed mine um, to hopefully debunk or undermine what they came up with. And then they've got legislators, um, both in the House and the Senate, that um, introduced legislations that would strip the EPA's ability under the Clean Water Act to stop the Pebble Project. Well, sadly enough, you know, that uh, Pebble Mine Project, we had uh, some people on from Trout Unlimited talking about that, and that would have been very devastating had the uh, the stilling ponds and so forth that they use in the process of leaching out the, the gold and, and whatever else is in there uh if they the dams would have broke which oftentimes happens uh been devastating to that whole uh sockeye salmon fishery no that's it's very much uh still in the works the thing about the ap epa clean water act is um there's a lot of uh contentious uh feelings about it because the epa here in the lower 48 uh has kind of a wide-reaching effect against the farmers and things like that and they feel like they're overstepping their boundaries alaska feels like they're they're not even doing enough to protect the watersheds up there so there's kind of a, a tug and a pull on each side trying to get restrictions lifted down here and put more into place up in Alaska to protect the fishery. So it's kind of a, a debacle. Uh, Bristol Bay region uh, in southwest Alaska is covering, I mean, you think about that, 40,000 square miles of pristine country stretching across tundra and wetlands crisscrossed with rivers, but up to 40 million sockeye salmon uh, return to this watershed each and every year. I mean, and think think about the um, devastating effect. You know, it's not if something happens, it's when. when it's when something happens. And do we really want to just destroy this natural resource? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think sometimes you have to think farther down the road than just lining your bank account today. Well, speaking yeah. of that, they gathered up fifteen million dollars. Yeah, fifteen million dollars. And they're sending that it all- is fifteen Personal appearances by Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in the speaking of Bill Clinton, uh, in the region they have moose, CR, grizzly, brown bear, and black bear. Monica Lewinsky's um, sea and walrus. Uh, There's an open season on those. Beaver. They have wolverines, um, freshwater seals. Holy cow! They got everything: porcupine, river otters. Jimbo married one. <laughs> Beluga and killer whales. Fox, caribou. Bald eagles, waterfowl. I mean, there's a lot of species there that can be affected by this. Exactly. It's not only it's not only the animals. It's the people who are fishing for the the salmon and things like that that make their living. You know, and to see a natural resource completely just wiped out because, like you said, you know, when a, a dam breaks, you know, contamination and stuff, it'd be terrible. So, anyways, now, Mrs. Money, what are you going on? What are you personally going to do to make sure that this doesn't proceed? You can actually go to Trout Unlimited and oh. you can donate to uh, the cause to help. I'm assuming with lawyers and all sorts of things to help fight this because Trout Unlimited has been kind of on the front lines with this the whole time. So Jimbo's going to chain himself to a salmon. 
I am. And he's just going to stand in the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's going to swim around me. You know, and the interesting part about the Bristol Bay, that's far enough west you can actually see Russia from there. Yes, you can. Holy cow. And Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually reading. This is kind of interesting because, you know, I mean, we're talking about taking the kids up to Alaska and going camping. There is a neat little kit you can buy. I guess the new Rage, it's been around for a while. I shouldn't say new, is to is actually <laughs> to put an electric fence around your camp. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's yeah, true. They got this pretty cool kit right here that Frank found. It's 300 bucks, does a 30 by 30 area, uh, and it shocks the bears with about 6,000 volts. Really? Yeah, seriously. This is just one time it does that. They said in like, you know, rain or something, it might not work that well. All right, so we're tackling the final frontier on today's show. That is Alaska. Alaska. Coming up after the break, though, we're going to be joined by Mr. John Burschen. He is the co-executive producer of Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots. Got to check it out Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. You going to stick around for that, Mr. Bunny? You betcha. You are? No. I'll be back at the close. All right, so big shout out to (laughs) Outdoor Channel. You're a tease. Outdoor Channel. Hey, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Outdoor Channel. I'll say it again. Also, uh, Nissan and High Mountain Seasonings. Here is a word from Martin John Burston. He is coming up next, and also is Jimmy. Right after this, don't go anywhere. Alaska's brass tax. Alaska accounts for 25% of all oil produced in the United States. The state of Rhode Island could fit into Alaska 425 times. And the Alaska state motto is north to the future. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 school to the pros we we cover everything everything. let your voice be heard voice america sports very rock and roll the world's best anglers are back i do like louisiana louisiana's full of big fish competing to stay on top this may be one of the most challenging events that we've had yet put up the points game on or go home you got to stay in boat rows here which means it's got a lot of wood this just isn't what i expected somebody's gonna win this thing somebody's gonna figure it out jack link's major league fishing shell rotella challenge cup saturday at 2 p.m eastern on outdoor channel if you're thinking about buying a new gun, remember to pick up Remington Gun Care Supplies. Protect your investment with the same products the country's top armorers have trusted for over 100 years. After all, when you need it is the worst time to realize your gun doesn't work. Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Buck Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Buck Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. Hundreds of thousands of hunters pour into Colorado each year for dream hunts. Find out why and buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls today. 719-661-4037. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Are you bored? Yeah. Punch your boredom in the face with JimandTrav.com. Ah! Picks, stories, gear reviews. Boom. 
the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And before the break, we heard from old Miss Bunny talking about the Pebble Mine Project up there in Bristol Bay. Yeah, what we can do to uh, pitch in, make sure those suckers don't get their way up there. That's All it. right, so we are tackling the final frontier on today's show. It's Alaska. It is Alaska. We're just now being joined by Mr. John Burston. He's the co-executive producer of Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots. Got to check it out Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. And following that, hey, it's uh, the Tweedos. Flying Wild Alaska. Flying Wild Alaska. <laughs> And they're all girl band, right? Yes, that's right. All right, Mr. John, how you Aerial doing? Aerial place base. <laughs> Mr. John, how you doing, man? I'm doing terrific. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I want to say, will you be my friend? <laughs> oh, <girl>. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Rogers plug there. All right, so let's talk about Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots one more time Monday. One of your shows. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, you're the uh, co-executive producer of it. 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. I mean, Monday nights, dude, that's like my butt workout, my gluteus maximus. Dude, I'm so tense. Squeezing my butt cheeks watching this show. Holy <laughs> crap, man. The stuff that these guys go through, I would never want to do that. I tell you, these guys, I will fly with them any day, any time. Yeah. And, well, I mean, these guys are just my heroes. They really are. You know, uh-huh. they're kind of part cowboy, kind of part pirate, but they're <laughs> all professional. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these guys... You know, it may look, when you're looking at the show, it may look risky, it may look dramatic, but you know what? I never doubted that we were going to come down in one piece and and just be safe and sound all the way, no matter how drastic the weather was. Uh, and Bob Stanford and the entire crew at Island Air, um, like I said, I'd fly with them anytime, anywhere. These guys, uh, if they didn't write the book, they should write one on how to fly. Yeah. Well, you know, I was watching one of the trailers, and it actually says, yeah, and I was doing a takeoff, and I thought I'd do a right turn on one float. What? Right turn on <laughs> one float? What the heck are you talking about? And he actually did. And uh, it was just amazing to watch it. These guys, I mean, they are past masters at being a pilot. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, you know, all the pilots that Bob hired, you know, first they have to have flown, you know, and passed the basic pilot course and all that stuff and be licensed and have flown and have had years of experience on wheeled planes. And then when they get up there, they fly on wheeled planes for a while because Bob also has wheeled planes. But then the whole float plane training is a whole nother level. And, you know, not only do they have to struggle with the wind, they have to struggle with the waves and be able to read the waves from flying above it and be able to kind of, you know, kind of fly by the seat of your pants a little bit. I only mean that in the most respectful way. Way, yeah, you know? um, because you you certainly have all of the technical skills and all of that. But these guys, they don't rely just on all the technology. They've been flying up there long enough where before GPS, before all of these new things and, you know, all, all this high technology or new technology, these guys can do it. If they have to pull out a map and pull out their phone and, you know, they can get where they need to go and just kind of read the landmarks down below them as well. So fun to watch them do that. Oh, oh there's Dead Man's Cove right yeah. down there. I that, yeah. Yeah. Once again, that's a heck of a name. John Burston. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to land there. Co executive producer of Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. You know, it's kind of amazing because you could be friends with someone your whole life and think they're a really good person. And then you get in a tight situation and you learn that they buckle under pressure and you can't rely on them. But these guys, they have to be able to react in a moment's notice to any situation. It could be dire, it could be whatever but they keep such a calm head about themselves. It's amazing how they are. It really is. It really is. And, you know, and that 
this has an effect on everybody they're carrying. Exactly. Too, because if the pilot isn't freaking, I'm not freaking. Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. good. Even if my stomach is in my throat, everything's fine. <laughs> you know, he's, he's not sweating. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. But you're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, Bob Stanford also says, you know, it's not if something will happen. It's when it will happen. You exactly. will lose an engine. You will stall out. You will encounter really intense wind shears. So by, by the repetition and the practice and just going through the very rudimentary steps, uh, you know, you, you're prepared for any eventuality. And it's so fun to watch him train these new guys to say, okay, I'm going to put you in a bad spot. Here's what's going on right now. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? And it's really, I love that. You know, I'm not a pilot, but oh my God, it makes me want to be one. Yeah, it looks as though that uh, they have a a large fleet of uh, de Havilland beavers that they fly out there. And uh, as you mentioned, some are on uh, Tundra tires and others are on floats. And that is actually the workhorse of Alaska, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, it, it has a bunch of nicknames. And I think it's, I have a lot of favorite airplanes, you know, because I am an aviation buff, even though I'm not a pilot. But I tell you, my favorite plane now is the de Havilland Beaver. The fact that, you know, they were first built in, I think, 1947, and then they stopped making them about 20 years later. They made only about 1,700 of them. And of those 1,700, I've heard various numbers, but I've heard that more than half of them are still in service all around the globe. Holy cow. And I know, isn't that crazy? And, you know, and they still, when you refurbish a beaver, they sell for 400, maybe 450, $500,000 for oh. a 40, 50, 60 year old plane, which is crazy. Dang. And I love it. But, you know, and as one guy said, when was the last time you saw a 1954 Chevy on the road? You know, <laughs> yeah. when I was in and, Cuba, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, they call them the pickup trucks over the north, you know, uh, because uh, Bob Stanford always says, you know, whatever a pickup truck does down in the lower 48, that's what the beaver does up here in Alaska. Yeah. Now, you've worked with U.S. presidents to uh, celebrities such as Bob Hope, Mr. Rogers, we were talking about during the break, uh, Celine Dion, Penn and Teller, Blue Man Group, uh, Charlton Heston, just a ton of people. How does yeah. this stack up against those experiences? You've worked with high profile people. Now you're you're working with average Bob. common folk. Yeah, blue yeah. collar. What is that yeah. like? Thanks for asking that. Because you know, one thing, when I first met my first celebrity and was working with them, not just meeting them as a fan, but working with them, I was a little starstruck at first. Yeah. But I realized, okay, you gotta be professional. Mm -hmm. And if I'm professional, they will be too. And I realized very quickly that they're just folks like you and me. They yeah. really are. You know, whether you're a politician or a super celebrity or an NFL athlete or a NASCAR driver, you're just folks. You yeah. really are. You bet. Hey, we've got to leave it right there, John. Hey, we've been talking with John Burston. Of course, he's the co-executive producer for Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots. Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Outdoor, Outdoor Channel. Channel. You know what? Just hop on OutdoorChannel.com uh -huh. and uh, check out Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots. Got a Facebook page, all that good stuff. Anyways, big shout out to Outdoor Channel. Also, Ruger and High Mountain Seasonings. Here is a word for Mark. You're actually coming up next. I am coming up next. Going to be talking about your uh, Alaskan my expeditions. Escapades. Escapades. I like that. Hi, right, Mr. John. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Trav. I appreciate it. All right. Here's Mark. We'll return right after this. Under 
siege. In 1943, Japan invaded the Aleutian Islands, which started the 1,000-mile war. This was the first battle fought on American soil since the Civil War, and the historic Alaska Highway was originally built as a military supply road during World War II. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. If you don't have anything nice to say, call in and tell it to Peggy, the loudmouth intern. Okay, go ahead. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Brought to you by Nissan. What's up? 
What is up? What's up? It was John Burstyn up. Yeah, before the break, John yeah. Burstyn was talking. He's the co-executive producer of Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots. Mondays, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. We are tackling Alaska. Alaska. The final frontier on today's show. Now we're going to tackle Jimbo and Kanem. Yes. Now, Jimbo, you have made... <laughs> I love that. You made, I think, what was it, 12 trips to Alaska? A dozen Be- trips. I've been pretty Bef- much all over Alaska. Before they banned you yes. from entering uh, yes. the beautiful state. They said you were going to make it no longer pristine. Um, <laughs> I kept picking flowers. All right, so Alaska, why did you choose 12 trips to go to Alaska to hunt and fish? Well, there's so many different things that you can do up there. I mean, not only can you hunt and fish, but you can sightsee. Uh, there's lots of great foods uh, that you can uh, uh, have. Seafood like you cannot believe. Yeah. So there's just a lot of things to do. But you didn't go there to sightsee because anybody that knows you knows that you don't. I go killer. You don't don't like touristy crap. No, I don't. And so you went there to hunt fish. You could have went anywhere in the world, but you chose to go to Alaska kind of 12 times in a row. Well, the thing is, when you when you go to Alaska, because it's so large and the and the uh, species of fish that you can catch are so diverse. What species? did mm-hmm. you, what species did you go for? I caught all five species of salmon. Oh, did you? I caught uh, uh, halibut. Uh, I actually fished for sheafish on the Kuskokwim River. And there was a, I think they call them a pod. And I threw everything I had at them and, and I couldn't get them to bite. It's kind of like a freshwater tarpon that they have only in Alaska. Matter of fact, I was talking with Larry Zonka and uh, we were talking about uh, going after sheafish. Only three places in Alaska where you can actually get them. And one of them was on the Kuskokwim where I was at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they've got this great little fish called an Arctic grayling. Mm-hmm. And all it is is a white fish, but it's got a dorsal fin, you know, that uh, you could fly to the moon on. I heard mm-hmm. those are delicious. Oh, they are. Yeah. But you have to you have to catch them like right now and you have to cook them right now. They don't keep it all. I mean, the, the, the meat just kind of gets mushy. So uh, if you take that or Arctic char, the same thing, and just build a fire and uh, catch it, kill it. Cook it. I was actually hanging out with Mark Zona, and we are name dropping Larry Dahlberg, <laughs> and uh, he never caught a sheafish either. All right, so um, <laughs> can you name you. the five subspecies of salmon? Yeah, uh, king salmon, coho, uh, sockeye, um, and then you have the uh, dogfish, which is uh, it, it kind of looks like it's camouflage. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then a humpy. Yeah. I did not know that. They're really kind of an ugly fish. They have, the males have a big old hump on their back and uh, kind of a small head, and they're very, very oily. The oiliest of all of the salmon species. So let's say when you when you had already been there half a dozen times, uh-huh. okay, you have pretty much by then experienced all that you were going to experience fishing-wise. Yeah, but, you know, different parts. As a matter of fact, Northern Pike uh, caught uh, lots of those. Okay, I'm conducting this interview. Okay, <laughs> Let me ask this right. question. What kept drawing you back, though? It couldn't be to catch another salmon. Was it just the overall sights, the experience, the smell, the people as a whole, the lifestyle? What drew you to Alaska the most? Well, you know, I'm I'm primarily a hunter, so you know when I go, I go after. I mean, what what drew? I mean, I know you diversity. You, you took these animals. diversity. That's what it was. That's what you, yeah. The appeal of it. There was so much to offer. It was like going to a whole new place. Even though it's the same state. Well, you know, I, I uh, on my moose hunt, I flew into Fort Yukon, Alaska, and I stayed at a little hotel. Uh, it's called actually um, Fort Yukon Hotel. And the thing is, they found this thing floating down the Yukon River 
back in the early 1920s, 30s, something like that. Mm -hmm. And somehow they're able to get it up on shore, drag it to a spot, put a foundation under it. No doors closed. Believe me, (laughs) it was kind of like a little out of square. Yeah. But uh, it was kind of a neat old hotel. And you can find, you know, those kinds of places literally all over Alaska. Mm-hmm. And that's really makes it uh, makes it fun as well. You know, I think one of the cool things that you know, you've never been there. Have you? Ms. I Bunny? never have. I've yeah. never been to Alaska. She actually getting on a bike I right after this. I haven't Up been in, north of Nebraska. Yeah. So the Elkan <laughs> Highway awaits you. I'm yeah. not joking. She's going to start hitchhiking <laughs> real soon. She'll be there. Um, you know, I think one of the neat things, unlike the lower 48, all right, well, you can get in some remote back country places here for sure. I mean, you uh-huh. can get lost and you can get eaten by a lot of crap. <laughs> um, but it's like as soon as you get outside of city limits, you're in the thick of it. And, and the neat part about it is if you fly into Anchorage, just get up there. I mean, it, good fishing is walking distance from your hotel. You don't have to go very far. You can go on the saltwater if you'd like, but a lot of freshwater streams where you can catch the northern pikes or you can catch the uh, the Arctic grilling uh, mm-hmm. right there. And, of course, they've got all kinds of salmon. I did a float down the Alagnac River uh, filming a TV show, and we were going for trophy rainbows. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the only species we were going after and uh, just had a great time. Didn't catch any large, and I'm talking about 10, 12-pounders, but I caught four, five, five, six pounders. Now, if you, you know, obviously you're going to go back. Uh-huh. Uh, what would you want to go like for? Salmon. I'll go back until. What would you go back for this time? Uh, probably uh, a mountain goat. Uh, that's one of the species that I haven't taken yet. Uh, but, you know, I would like to go back and just fish mm-hmm. because you can catch so many fish in a day. I've, I've caught enough to you know, of salmon to be able to fill up this studio. And this is a pretty good sized studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just catch and release, catch and release. And you think, well, doesn't it get boring? No, it never gets boring. It's always fun to get out there and throw that lure out and wait for that tap and set the hook and bring it in. Well, Bunny's starting to yawn, so we only have like a question <laughs> or two left. <laughs> Holy crap, is he long-winded. <laughs> All right, so we are tackling the final frontier on today's show. Jimbo, that was excellent. Had a lot of trials up there. Very few tribulations, though. Mrs. Bunny, you're quiet. Kind of jealous. You know, my... I've never been north far enough to experience tapioca. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of interested to hear about your exploration of Nebraska. <laughs> right? It's been really limited, I'll be honest. <laughs> All righty. All right, so we are uh, on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the clothes is coming up next? It is coming up. Mrs. Bonnie, will you stick around for that? I'll stick around. You promise. I promise. All right, so big shout out to Outdoor Channel. Also, High Mountain Seasonings and Extreme Beam. Here is a word from Mark Jimbo. You yes. have been an excellent guest. That's all I've ever wanted. Will you stay for the close two? I have to. All right, here's Mark. We'll return right after this. Alaskan Scoop. Alaska's Tongass National Forest is the largest national forest in the United States, and Alaska's coastline extends over 6,600 miles. Not impressed? Well, did you know that in 1926, 13-year-old Benny Benson from Cognac, Alaska designed the state flag? JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Your internet flagship station for sports... America Sports.
Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Best place to hunt giant mule deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. But- I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. We are looking ahead, of course. The revolution will not be televised. This is the revolution with Jim and Trav. I just love Alaska. Alaska you, loves Trav? you, Jimmy. All right, uh, Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much you for uh, keeping us up to date with things that are happening in Alaska. Big shout out, though, to Ariel Tweedo of, uh, like how I really went up on that one, Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Also, John Burstyn, he's the co-executive producer of Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots, and that is Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Outdoor Channel. You bet. Hey, we also want to thank our 434 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes this show possible, like Miss Bunny. Fun Joe, our producer Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. And one last time, we want to say Happy Mother's Day to all those mothers and expecting mothers out there. Mrs. Bonnie, you're so awesome. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Want to leave us with a yodel or something? Yodelay. Yodelay. I don't know. All right, local news and weather is coming up next. Stick around for that. Uh, go to church this weekend and buy your mom something nice. If not, you're just a dork. <laughs> um, God bless you. We love you. We'll return next week. I think we're talking about camping. Sounds good. All right, we love you, boys and girls. Peace out. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.